just dive right in? Let's do it. No, but I don't think we have a choice. Hey there, Vault Dwellers. Uh, man, is anybody still hungry? After the last episode, you uh, y'all get your fill? No. Mm. Yeah, so much meat. I don't know why I'm talking again. <laughs> um, yeah, that was delicious. Mm. I don't think Dr. Jack might have gotten his fill. I was all out of horseradish you, by the end, though. Dr. Jack did get out of all uh, the eating there, didn't he? You do, doing too much damage. and still. Which is funny, because Dr. Jack is probably the one who has the least amount of problem with eating another <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah. I'm still crying. He's like, nah, it's fine. Yeah. You want a big salad at this point? <laughs> I don't think I ever want to eat mm. again. Thanks. So Kill good. the old appetite for it? Yeah. yeah. It was a little bit. It was a little bit. Now I'm ready, ready to take on the butcher. If you never did see the TV version of Hannibal, I don't know, but he's hot. It's a mad son. Uh, Mads Mickelson, yes, yeah. who is amazing. Did such a great job with that show. Hot. He's so creepy when they show him fixing the meals that, like, you know what he's done, but, like, they don't really graphically show it. They just show him, like, rolling the dough and tenderizing the meat. And, and it, it's just creepy as hell the way they do it. But you know what? And actually, by the way, real quick, regarding that last episode, literally the night before, as you listen to this, listeners i watched i watched that on hulu that new hellraiser movie and so it's all this body horror and then i come to this game t- today and it's like well richard's like hey time to eat some human flesh okay, i wanted to i wanted a room that you could really you know just act out and sink your teeth into oh and, goodness uh, on that note we're out of here and to richard's fairness i was the one that suggested eating him first mm-hmm. you did fair. yeah and to be fair yep. i was the one that brought it up we did yep As you guys leave the last room, Baron von Schmidt still struggling on the ground to regain his strength. It just took a few moments to heal. Honestly, maybe more than a few moments because uh, you guys had to burn quite a few spells there. But finally, you go through the door labeled Slaughter. And again, a chill runs through your spine because this room is cold. Very cold, almost slaughterhouse cold. And again, you see rows and rows of carcasses. Cows, pigs, sheep, goats, maybe a few other carcasses moved in, mixed in here and there. Like they weren't all that worried about where the meat came from. (laughs) Oh, please. We just came from the room where we had to eat a person. This isn't that bad. More people hanging up. You're like, oh, these are mostly pigs. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, there are a few minotaur, lizard folk, occasional human, elf. You see a little bit of anything. Oklahoma. Wow, that's rare. Where did they get that one? <laughs> uh, they've all been skinned and eviscerated. Uh, you know, they look like they're that point in the slaughterhouse where they're going to get Skinned and eviscerated up. sounds like a metal band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It really does. Or at least the album. Just as you walk in, you do hear that chop, chop, chop. As down across the room, you see once again Bonnie Murden. Yep, she's the cook. She's the butcher. She's the one that's chopping up all this meat 
to be sent away for the Feridian troops, or at least that's what she did back in her day. But now she's doomed to repeat that fateful task over and over again. She's hacking, whacking, and smacking. Shot yep. at me. I'm not gonna lie. Like I know you've used the same many for the main enemy in <laughs> all three rooms. I feel like this many that you chose looks the most like Bonnie. Most appropriate for I, this I one? I don't know why, but it's just giving me Bonnie energy. Alright now, Bonnie. We don't want no trouble. You let us through, you can keep on with your grisly task. And she looks over at Zadigi with a smile curling up on her lips. Looks like we got more meat! She grabs that cleaver and starts charging towards you. You come on and bring it. Before we get started, who do we want to give the knife set to? Oh, yeah. Uh, there are other weapons. Like, there's enough that like okay. it's not asset. For practical purposes, uh, they are all daggers, but you can flavor it however you want. They're not dagger daggers. They're It's cutlery. But are there enough for one for each of us? Oh, yeah. there's. It's a, it's a large set, so technically there could be even more. You guys could each grab your preferred piece Flavor it however you want, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can reskin it. Oh, come on, guys! Oh. Come on. The jokes just make themselves. Oh, God. Um. Awful. Well, I have one for him, so I will take uh, one of those bad boys. I mean, I'd rather not get that close, but I will take. One. So you, uh, we'll assume you each have one because you knew to pass them out in the last room as you were healing yourselves up. You'd been uh, kind of led to believe this is the room for it. Yeah. I would like to call dibs on the French knife. Give it here. Oh, <laughs> Can I ask why? It's because it's a multi-purpose knife, actually. It's designed for cutting all different kinds of meats. Meanwhile, something like a boning knife is really only good against, like, well, obviously the boning parts, or a fillet knife is just really only good for just the slicing into the more, like, fleshy interior parts. This will actually work well against all different manner things, so this would probably be the most suited towards combat. Don't ask me why I know why how to cut a, That's a lot. I feel like that's just that's a lot, but okay. I'm going to assume you want the cleaver a lot. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Sadly, I'll, it doesn't do as much damage as my Warhammer, but what are you going to do? I'll just take whatever. I'm, I'm good with... Pairing knife? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that works. What sick minds gives babies a baby whip? No. <laughs> Just so you know, these lines here are the rows of hanging Are they, things. like, passable? So if you try to go through a row, it's difficult to range. You're going to have okay. to spend effort. Up and down here seems to work normally. Okay. Was, um, that, that's all I need to know if it was, yeah. like, difficult to go through. It or because, you know, it's, it's big are slabs of hanging meat. You kind of got them. Okay, I have a question. Are they hung up on meat hooks? Yes. I mean, can, can we hook her? I mean... <laughs> I don't know if that's the solution, but personally, I think that that would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I can try a grapple and then a, <clears throat> yeah. a, you know, a, a position placement on the back of a meat hook or something. I don't know. In any case, before we officially roll initiative, Richard, I would like to cast a spell. Uh, what is that spell? It is called Call to Arms, which will knock me into the second level, a moderate level of curse. It gives all my um, allies plus two to their initiative roll, which may not mean as much, but it also means I get five temporary hit points that last for a minute. Awesome. Thanks. Get all Woo. buff. Well, yeah, baby. You're uh, also, you no longer it. take that penalty to AC if you make an attack. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, the penalty is reduced to it's only negative re one. Yeah, reduced to one. Because Sorry. Yeah. It's not gone, but reduced mm -hmm. to one. Correct. 
as we officially move into combat, it's time to take on Bonnie Merton. And guess who gets to do that first? Dr. Tendleton. Mm, okay. I do yeah, kind of want to see well, what happens with this, so can I just hold my turn sure. until after Sean? So I'm going to have a... I'll, I'll be wielding the dagger, and I'm just going to go up and try to kill this person. So I think I need a double move to get there. And you so said there was... Right. So what's your movement? 25, supposedly. That's 25 there. I guess I, oh, do I need a triple move? Five, that's 50 there. Damn it. you got to be kidding me. i got to do a triple move to get in this creature's face. Um, uh, I, I, uh, Ray Shield, I promise I'm working my way up there. Honestly, fair. Uh, Dr. Tillman, do you want to go now? Or do I didn't you do to... shit, is the answer. Yeah, uh, it takes one day to transfer 24 hours. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> but when you spend the afterlife here, yeah. you'll have that rune. <laughs> well, well, that'll be nice. On a cleaver. On a yeah. dagger. 1d4. I can, I can see a part of her, right? What do you want to do? Throw some magic missile, I yeah, guess. Uh, I'd probably allow magic missile from there, but everything else, anything with attack roll is going to have some cover thrown in. Yeah, I'm just going to throw a fourth level magic missile. Okay. Eight, right? Twenty-four. Okay, as you shoot six missiles out of your hands or out of your staff and plunge into Bonnie Merton, who kind of, you know, I don't want to say struggles against the impact, but you see, you know, her kind of brace herself as they slam into her. Alright, I mean, that's gonna be my turn. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're still looking Very at active. me. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Constance? I'm thinking the same thing you are. We have to figure out the gimmick here. The yeah, because it's not just gonna be just fighter, because uh, we, obviously we want Sean to go over there and get in the ring and start going through rounds 1 through 18. Yeah. yeah. But we also need to figure out what to do, <laughs> so that way Sean doesn't have to, you know, be Rocky Balboa and try to go all the Maybe way. Maybe we need to actually slaughter her like she does the other. Maybe. Because we were yeah. given all of these butcher's tools. So mm-hmm. maybe we yeah, do need to actually slaughter it's po- her. It's possible this one's just a, it's just a combat. It's just got to have the right weapon. It's not just a combat. It's never just I, a I'm combat. I'm pretty sure it's just, it's yeah, never guys, just a combat with Richard. He just hates a combat. us. Guys, I'm going to bet your lives on the fact that it's just a combat. He literally just said no <laughs> and looked at us well, like, you dummy. Uh, well, I got to think, like, with the previous ones, it was figuring out about, like, who they are and what their power is coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her, she, the sins, well, people Well, her, her purpose is that she's trying to feed the army. Feed the army. Yeah. With anyone and anything. And so she's willing to do anything for it. Yeah. Okay. So. So source of power meat, I guess. <laughs> Slaughter probably yeah. is the weakness, if I had to guess. Maybe there's some. It's something related to that because all of the rooms, the weakness has been fundamentally related to the name somehow. Like maybe it's like we have to slaughter her in a specific way, kind of like the idea with the meat hook. Put her up on because like when you slaughter a, you gotta, a full uh, I mean, pig, we, you're you gotta gonna put her through the actions, I guess. So yeah. step one, lobotomizer. <laughs> Not like put lobotomize her, but like when you slaughter like a dead pig, you put it up on the meat hook mm-hmm. and you go through the process of it. So I don't know, maybe that's an idea. Just remember, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than to have a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have something to do with bleed, do you think? Maybe. <laughs> I would assume that has to be part of it. Here's because the, here's what I thought. If it's about slaughter, then the thing is, is I would say that the first... 
idea would be to try and put her through the steps of slaughter like she does to us because uh, especially since that's yeah. the thing that worked in the last room was basically do to them what they did to others fair enough it's also technically it that, would be where her power is coming from so. yeah just mm, doesn't really apply outside of that mm -hmm. last room well it applies to the last two i suppose mm -hmm. well and the kids the kids wanted to just be played with exactly played with the kids do you want so. to play with her no oh. no i feel like she's not the joyous type to be honest. <laughs> yeah she doesn't give off a wacky whimsical vibe I mean, I could. I say we could try going through slaughter. The question is, I. I mean, considering I'm not a butcher myself, I don't know what all the steps of slaughter are. I just know that you have to kill them at some point. Uh, the part that I know is kill. Uh, I'm pretty sure you hang them up to like bleed at some point. Well, you know, is it one or both of you that have profession undertaker? Me. Because um, I mean, it's essentially the same. I mean, they're related. <laughs> I mean, in, in terms of some of the skills, so, no embalming fluid and butchering. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. you you probably could make a check and have an idea. Anyway, fair enough. I do that on my turn, but yeah. Yeah. But it's Constance's turn, so. Well, in any so. case, you guys have ground to cover in between her and me. Don't you mean so. Dr. Conference? I'm going to move up to there and then shock her at the start of combat. No one's seeing this coming. I'm going to exploit vulnerability. <laughs> <gasps> Dear God. Crazy. Ooh, that's not a great roll. 27? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that one. Yeah, I mean, that's good enough. For the audience at home that does not get the visual cue of what just happened, uh, DM has been writing down the AC of the monster every time we go into the room and did not write it down immediately here. So as Nickel was coming up with the number, wrote down 27 as Nickel said, 27. <laughs> yeah, I was literally like, oh shit, I forgot to write the number out there. And like, 27, he goes, 27? It's like, what? Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, I'm going to go with a personal antithesis bearing a symbol of plague across the dagger. Also, what are her weaknesses? Uh, if she has one. Highest weakness. Um, she does not have any weaknesses. Yeah. Other than the one you just gave her. But yeah. Oh god, she's impervious to all forms of physical well, trauma. Well, most. <laughs> do you just get weaknesses or do you get anything else? Uh, I would get to know the highest weakness and of course I get to impose my own weakness okay, beyond that. Because she may or may not have resistances. Uh -oh. Yeah, no, unfortunately, I don't get to learn those all unless I get a crit success. Yeah, that wasn't enough for a crit. No, no way. All right, uh, two actions, or you moved? Uh, I moved twice. Okay. One. All right, Dr. Twice Jack. One. You know, coming up with this idea totally independently on my own, I feel like that considering that undertaking shares a lot of parts similar to butchering, I feel like I could possibly make a lore undertaking to try and learn some knowledge about this character. Well, that's not a great roll, but we can manage with that. 24? Um, okay, here's what I'm going to give you. Because it isn't exactly the same thing, but, like, you know, you're probably fairly familiar, especially in a fantasy setting like this. Especially with uh, some particular items that she specializes in, apparently. Right. So there, there is some crossover here. But here's what you see and remember from the last time that you guys came this through this room. You know, in many ways, you can almost say it's a little slightly mislabeled because the slaughtering is actually, to a degree, already happened. They've already killed the animal, they've already eviscerated and cleaned the animal, and then what you would normally do is you hang them somewhere cold for a few days, because that's how the meat gets tender. Because it's essentially, it's rigor mortis sets in, but then after a couple days, it goes away and the meat's tender. This is why we hang, when you go to you know, like an actual butcher shop, you're going to see the beef hanging, and, and the longer you hang it, actually, the more tender it's, it's going to be. So that's the stage that it's in now. 
Now you can kind of guess, and I'll just tell you, even though you might not know specifically, that essentially the way it's worked is like meat gets moved down because these hooks are kind of on like a you know rail so they can be moved. So they start out here, and then she's taking stuff from the back end and butchering it, mm-hmm. and you know processing it to be used for fruit for food, and then stuff's constant would be constantly added this way and pushed down that way. So there's several days worth of work here. Um, so the, this meat is going to be fresher. And the stuff on the other end is going to be ready to be chopped up. So she's chopping it up. You know, in real life, most likely this was going to go into containers where then it would be uh, possibly salted. Like you see a lot of that where she's cutting in the larger pieces. Because, you know, it's not like she's cutting up small stew meats. Like uh, for salting, they're going to basically be cutting up large roasts and mm-hmm. you know, the much larger cuts uh, where they'd be put into barrels. But clearly something like this is going to be processing every little piece. So you'd wind up with stuff that's maybe going to get sold that day. So on, but that clearly doesn't exist in this version. The the where it's going, all she's really doing is processing it and throwing it into containers, which never seem to fill up, and you know the room clearly never seems to mm-hmm. process along. But that's what you see that is happening here. This is meat that it's just the carcass, as they would call it. Um, but you can see what they are, like the pig. You know the the head. You know is still there because back then they wouldn't have taken the heads off. Or now they take the heads off but back then the head was still useful so you would use it uh, you know the feet the hooves but like the skin is gone they've been hanging mm-hmm. for a couple of days and that's where they are at in this process but beyond that like you know it doesn't the knowledge doesn't give you anything okay. uh, like you see now that you're up there you're, you're going to see part of a carcass that's out on the table that she's chopping up but she's in the middle of that process somewhere but doesn't seem particularly relevant beyond that I don't know how well she's going to stand still while we try to skin her. I wouldn't put my bets on uh, her just standing there. Let's put it that way. Well, Dr. Jack is going to move. There. All right. That will be my turn is getting a little bit closer. So I can... All right. So that makes it Bonnie's turn. Who? <laughs> <laughs> she kind of sneers. Meat for the kettle. Meat for the plate. <laughs> and she kind of gestures out widely. And you realize that she's not quite making an attack yet, but clearly getting ready to. As she gets ready to surge forward, something strange happens. And one of you, Dr. Tinsley, who is in the back, still by the doorway, um, is fortunately for you out of range. But where you're at, so Zedekiel, you're over here. So right next to you is unfortunately a very large carcass that you think was probably maybe a donkey. You know, pretty good size, but not okay. like fat like a cow, but a little slender, but still, a, you know, maybe a small horse. It's hard to tell. You didn't really take time to, to look at it. Um, unicorn. This is uh, Constance, right? Yep. Constance over here, there is a large hog right next to you. Like, you can definitely recognize that hog. Maybe you've not done a lot of slaughtering, but you've all seen it. You, you know you know that's what's right next to you. Um, Dr. Jack, back here next to you, you're going to guess Probably a knoll at one point in time. That's the carcass that's hanging next to you. As they all reach out and grab you. So I'm going to get a grapple check against each of you. So Zadikio, that is a 24. You need a 26, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's a 34. I take yeah, that back. That'll do it. 21 plus 13 is 34. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is against your Fort DC. Yeah, you needed uh, 27. All right. So you are grabbed. Okay. Con- Constance. Uh, same for you. That is even more. That is a 39. That is going to succeed. 
and critically succeed. Oh, if it's a critical success, you are restrained, uh, which I have restrained here if you need it. And then Dr. Jack, that is only going to be a 31. Yeah, no. All right, so you are grabbed. And then she's got two people in front of her, so let's go odds evens. Odds evens. Odds it is, so Zadikio, mm -hmm. as she grabs that cleaver that she has and throws it at you. And you are flat-footed to this, which, ooh, she may need it because that's a shitty roll. Uh, that is a 25 versus your flat-footed. Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, my, um, I think you got it, actually, just on the dot. Dexterity is 20, Dexterity is plus 3, and I'm at 28, so. I also rolled low on the damage, so that is only 16 damage. Okay. Five of that goes off my temporary hit points. As she rares back to do it again. That's a much better roll. Is that cleaver return, or did she pick up another one? Well, rematerializes. I'm, I'm going to cheat just a little bit, and the fact that she's throwing different cleavers, but it's just a cleaver with the returning room. Um, thematically... She's constantly grabbing another one and throwing it. Somebody get the soundbite of him saying, I'm just going to cheat. I'm going to cheat bit. just a little bit. Mm -hmm. I am, for thematic reasons, but the uh, functionality is the same thing. But yeah, it's, okay. it's just a cleaver with the returning. I gotcha. Uh, so that one is going to be a better roll. So she actually has a bottomless bucket of cleavers that are all identical. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. throwing and she's more and quick more. drawing all of them. Sounds fine, cheater. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of cheating, it's a 32 to hit you for the second one. Sure does. Uh, that's a much better damage roll, so 22 damage. Okay. And then she's gonna go for broke, because why not? Ooh, that's a shitty-ass roll. It is. Gonna uh, yeah, that's, I'm gonna miss pretty bad, actually. That's a, that's a minus eight on that one, so. Mm -hmm. Done! And her turn is over. So, Dr. Tindleton, you are the only person not grabbed or restrained in the back. Yeah, it's not a lot. The first part of uh, slaughtering the animal would have to be restraining it. Oh. The thing that she's doing to us right now. Huh. Yeah. Weird! And, you know, I just said that she's probably not going to sit there and let it do it. Do you think that maybe we should, like, restrain her? Maybe, yeah. I have hmm. zero athletics. I wasn't saying for you to okay. do that, wizard, alright? <laughs> I'm going to move up behind. That's one move? And then I'll do a second move behind. Um, I don't want to get closer to her. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Because I feel like she's going to hit. She's going to hit hard. Um, so hard. Yeah. Um, so who all's restrained again? I know. He's restrained. They're grabbed. Okay. Unless you've got freedom of movement that you can cast on us. Maybe something against her that or doesn't just damage. Got blade barrier. That's a good one to drop right on her. Cut her up. My plan, by the way, is to break free, try at least one attack with the dagger, excuse me, with the cleaver on her to see what it does, to see if there's any sort of reaction. So and then, you're saying you want to break free? You know what? You do, <laughs> and I'm not going to sing your song. Damn it. Break free. There you go. Break free. I want to break free. Yeah, I don't. Um. Mama Mia, Mama Mia. Mama Mia, let me go. You know, I heard Beelzebub has a devil set aside for me. Oh, really? Yeah, that's probably not really good. Have. That's a dedicated devil just for your happy ass. For me. Yeah, right. For me. Yeah. For me. <laughs> Everybody, head back. Getting goofy. I, mean, I don't really have anything er. that's going to be useful here. I mean, in doubt, I guess you could try damaging her. 
Yeah, I Did mean... Did the magic missile seem to have any appreciable effect? Like, it looked like a damager, but now that you look at it, like, you're like, oh, wait, where did that damage? I thought I hit her. You got a buff spell for us? Summon something? Man, we wish Dr. Tendleton were here. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Tendleton has all the answers. Sending the, sending the TA was a mistake. That guy's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just go the rest of the way and attack her with the dagger. All right, yeah. making the stabby. Well, it was a seven on that dice. That yeah, you go up and kind of like go to stab her with your knife and um, you're not used to it like yeah you're, like, you're, you're almost like you're trying to bash her like you have your staff and you're like that doesn't work <laughs> nothing okay <laughs> she scoffs at you disdainfully because you don't know how to use that okay. that implement properly dope cool Zadikio. okay so i'm grabbed so i'll tell you my initial thought is i would catch freedom of movement on myself but I do that. That's two actions. Then I have to move up on her, and that's another round wasted. So I'm going to and a flat check. Yeah, and a flat check might miss it. So I think I'm going to use the one action athletics check to try to break the grab because it. Uh, yeah, it's the flat check to try and cast for yeah. All right, so we're going to do that. Uh, that's a twenty-seven. Can't imagine these um, random carcasses have that great of a. Yes, but it's my father. You so. might be. Uh, 27 is exactly a success. Hey, look at that. So I break free. We go one, two, three, four. Hey, I'm right next to her. I'm assuming the side of the counter doesn't provide any cover. Yeah. Significant. And um, I'm going to use the dagger, which is versatile if I'm not, excuse me, the cleaver, mm-hmm. which is, if it yeah. has, that it, it, I means it's versatile, which means it has slashing. I'm going to try to do it in such a way as it, it's a slashing cut to try to, cover as much distance as possible so any liquids or viscera comes out. So using a slashing motion. Let's see what it does. That's an that <laughs> one. For some reason, it does nothing. I'm going to go and take a short nap in the corner and um, wake me up whenever my turn comes. Wake around. me up before you go-go? Wake me up before I go under. I got nothing. All right, Constance. All right, to start my turn, I'm going to attempt to escape from the restraining. Apparently, you need a 27 mm. on your yep. athletics check. Uh, I'm actually going to attempt acrobatics because escape lets you use athletics, acrobatics, or unarmed attack. And that is going to be a 31. That's a success. All right, so that's shutting the restraint condition. Do we think this one revolves around her or revolves around the room? We have had both in the past. Technically, they all revolve around the room. But technically, the and room technically is the they all revolve around it. But. but in terms of, allow me to rephrase the <laughs> environment. Thoughts? Repeat that. Well, we've had ones in the past that revolved around the actual spirit themselves and interacting with that spirit specifically. But we've also had ones that revolved more around interacting with the environment. Yeah, I mean, in this case, it's crapshoot until we try some stuff. So I would say yeah. whatever sounds most logical to you, give a shot. That's right. my suggestion, I mean. Um, then I'm going to try and pull down one the carcass next to me. Okay. Do you want me to make a check? Uh, no, nah, take an action, and it's like you're just going to kind of hoist it up yeah. off the hook. Any reaction from her? So when you got grabbed by those other critters, I probably should have said that, but... Like, all of the critters in this room now seem to be somewhat, like, alive and active. They're only going to be able to actively try to grab you on their turn. But as you guys are moving, like, they're all kind of reaching out for you and, and kind of... So this, as you, you know, 
I, I'm going to assume you like bear hug it and like try to pick it up. Like it is actively squirming and squiggling as you do that, but it doesn't have any particular effect other than it's creepy as hell and probably uncomfortable for you as you do it. But no, as long as you spend the action, you can kind of bear hug it. You, just, you have to lift it up and then you kind of have it in your arms. Now I'm going to say that you're flat footed while you're doing this. Okay. Then I am going to move and unfortunately that's three actions. So. Okay. So you got this large, uh, yours was a pig. Yeah. So you got this pig flailing around in your arms as it's trying to grab you mm-hmm. and you've got it grabbed. <laughs> Alright, Dr. Jack. Troubling. What? I mean, it's good. It's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> you make the pig sound good. <laughs> um, excuse me? This is Pulp Fiction all over again. I didn't say school like a pig. I didn't say it like that. I just said... <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to start out with trying to escape from Grappled. Go for the escape. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not gonna cut it. All right, you can try again. That will cut it. So you're free. And then I move. All right, that's your three actions. Yeah. Let's see what she want to do here. Try and hit me. Come on, hit me. I want you to do it. I want you to do it. Um, actually, let's go with Doctor Tendleton. You're gonna get a shove. Okay. She's gonna shove you into the action drain line. Uh, that is going to be a 37 to hit, and this is against your fort DC. So your DC is 25? Yes. All right, so this is a crit success. Yeah. So she's going to push you to there, which puts you on the other side of the critters as you kind of get burst through it there. And then let's see. She's just going to stab at Zedekiel. Okay. It's not a great roll. But it's only a 26 to hit you. Uh, she will... I didn't raise... She, well, no, wait. No, 28 is my armor class. I did attempt to strike last round. So 27 is my armor class, and she misses. All right, so that's a miss. Um, and then she is going to move to the other side of that line of carcasses. Well, surely they attempt to grab at her. Uh, for some reason, they don't seem to grab her. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. So she's got cover relative to me now? Uh, yeah, actually, you can't see her at all, really. Okay. And if I attempt to push through that, it's a... Yeah. It takes two extra uh, pieces of movement to get through. You don't have to make any checks. Okay. And then... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I forgot to do the grab checks. So, Zedekiel and um, Dr. Tendleton. Zedekiel is a uh, 36. Yeah, you got me. And Dr. Tendleton is... Ooh, that's even more. Uh, 39. So you are restrained. And uh, then, uh, Dr. Tindall, it's your turn. You're restrained. I'm going to try to break out. And so what can I use to try to break out of restraint? Is Athletics, it acrobatics, your uh, your unarmed attack. or It's those three. Okay. All right. So it's whatever you hit so with just your staff is minus one. So it'd be yeah. just ten. I mean, it's higher than your athletics, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen. Nope. Okay. Sure. Uh, however, that is a crit fail. Uh, that that is a crit failure, which uh, means your terrified goes up by two. Okay. So is that what one action? Mm-hmm. You can attempt it again. Yeah. Let's attempt it again. Oh, so there you go. Twenty nine. 
29 is enough to get free, so you are okay. free. Okay. Motherfucker. <laughs> I advise you avoid getting anywhere near those because <laughs> you would need a 17 to get ungrappled. Yeah. Isn't Pretty. that right? Because you got a plus 10? Yep. Yeah. That, Which so. she did on that second one, but that's going to uh-huh. be... Yeah. We're okay. at about a 15% chance of success and a lot of chance of failure. Failure. Okay. Um, I'm going to go down. Zadikio. Yeah. What's um, it going to be? Well, all right. I'm already tired of this grabbing nonsense, so I am going to spend the two actions to cast freedom of movement. So um, that means I'm harder to grapple. Okay. Unless uh, make a flat check. Spell effect. Um, You're casting, aren't you? Yes, but I'm gonna. What is the DC, by the way, for that flat check? It's just a DC five. Flat it's a check. five. I'm gonna take the shot. So let me ask you a question first. Do I um, get the feeling that um, the level of this magical effect? Any idea of what that is? If you're asking me if you think that it's gonna work, I think it'll probably work. Okay. This is kind of what I'm. If yeah. I get a sense of like, oh, this is powerful magic. That's animating these. It may be on what the freedom of movement would do. I mean, a freedom of movement should... It's a fourth like, level spell. Yeah, it should do some shit. Here's the thing. Uh, other than, like, the passing through shit, like, you're not going to be getting grabbed and restrained. Thematically, they're still trying, but, like, they can't seem to... Can't seem get, to get a hold of you. Get a hold of you in game. You're all oiled up now. Mm-hmm. I'm all buff. Awesome. 16, so... All right, so you, you make the flat check, you cast freedom of movement. Spell goes off. Okay. Uh, oops. Now, does that change the um, hindrance of going through those spaces? No, because that's a physical. I'm like they're hanging there, so you got to just kind of bully your way through. Well, at least I, I don't know. I'll move around to there. At least I can see her. Doctor Constance. All right, Doctor Constance is going to take the now animated carcass he has and throw it up on the butchering table. Mm-hmm. And he's going to call out, "Tell me if we get a reaction from Tess." And going to start trying to butcher the animal. Okay. Let me ask you this. Tell me what you're doing. Like You say you're butchering, but like, be a little more specific. Given that the most applicable knowledge he would have of this is medicine, he is going to start trying to gut the animal. No guts in it, though. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's been gutted. Like, okay. Are you just trying to well, hack pieces off? Yeah, like, hack pieces off. He's trying to like, just grab the you know your blade and just cut strips you're doing something like that right. all right and then what do you do like so I, i'm not gonna make you roll for it like you just kind of just you know gutterly reach down and just or are you try, trying to make actual edible chops like edible yeah. cuts it, of meat yeah i mean because well i mean to a certain degree there is a finesse and like no are you just like ripping and tearing like you're not i'm getting He's going to be trying to... Are you kind of trying to t- cut a ribeye steak, or are you just hunking off big pieces of flesh the best you can? Um, More hunking off big pieces of flesh simply because okay. he doesn't really have the finesse. He's That's fine. kind of trying to right. cut, butcher it, but obviously... Like, he's trying his best ball. to make the ribeye steak, but he just right. doesn't know how to. Yeah. And That's so. fine. I'm not going to make you roll for just carving off a, a, a piece of meat off of something. You know, you just... It, it's very... Uh, like I said, she would probably look at you disdainfully because there's no finesse, no technique. You don't know what the hell you're doing. But you can just backhand that knife and just rip something off of there. That's not going to be much of a problem. So now you've got a hunk of meat in your hand. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do next? Did that garner any reaction from her? No reaction as of yet. Throw it in the bucket. Toss it in the bucket. Okay. Any reaction? Not really. Okay. She, like I said, she, if she could see you, she'd be clearly unhappy with your technique. 
Uh, that's three actions, I assume, for counting the carving and tossing is. I like that. That's all one action. You just kind of rip down there. All right. Because while they're squirming, they can't really fight back and dodge blows, so it's just kind of an auto hit. And... Well, that tends to get a reaction. Let's try this. Chunk off another one and just toss it to the side. Just throw it somewhere on the floor. Yep. Ruin it. Yeah, um, waste the meat. You hear her kind of yell in anguish. She's like, no! Well, that's hit a nerve. Uh, she was all about feeding the troops. I guess if the meat is is, is uh, damaged, you know, can't feed the troops with it. That's my term. The the term is spoiled. Spoiled. Which yeah. doesn't necessarily mean like rancid, although that is spoiled, but it's got to be edible. Although you'd almost think that she'd like, well, wipe that shit off and throw it in there anyway. It's for the troops. Well, to be fair, she probably could, but like now there's a piece of meat laying on the floor mm. and that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. It's more of a sentiment of the thing. You got another action. Do it again. No. Uh, that was two. He did it twice. The first no. time he threw it in the bucket. Yeah, the mistake was throwing in the bucket because that's where it's supposed to go. I wanted to double check yep. if it was a thing of, oh, you did that properly. You can't put that with my good meat or if it's waste the meat. Here's the thing. A bad slice of meat that's in the bucket, eh. Bad technique. I don't like it, but also not a problem. A piece that's thrown on the floor and possibly spoiled, that's a problem. Wait, Dr. Jack, you should kick over that bucket filled with good meat. Good shout. Sure. You Are you grabbed? No. Well, I mean, I'm just tossing out ideas. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. It's your turn. All right. Yeah. I'll kick it over. So move, kick. And honestly, there's a couple of containers there. And I'll let you have one action kind of just kick, kick, kick. Uh, you know, thematically, as they all come spoiling out. And you do from the other side. You hear like, and you see like she's trying to hack through, almost like trying to reach through and cut you. Uh, she does not return, so she can't get an attack right now. But, like, clearly, she's very upset. And Zadikio, you can see her. Like, you can see the rage on her face. Almost like an OCD, like, I don't know how to process this. Mm-hmm. Uh, something is out of order. Something is out of out of place. Um, if I can get a free action, I'll say, oh, she didn't like that. Yeah, you, She's upset. She's angry. Talking is free. Oh, yeah, she's pretty pissed off. Keep it up. Mm. Yeah, move again. Okay. Actually, continue the movement. Yeah, okay. sure. But anyways, get there. Uh, Tendleton, minor request from your friend Jack. Uh, could you set things on fire? Yeah. Everything. 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 Maybe not us, but like the objects <laughs> in the room. She's like, everything fine. Fireball, send it on Dr. Jack. Yeah, I mean, we can do it like a fireball. Well, I mean, okay. is, is it, here's my thought. It would ruin a lot of meat if you just set it on fire. Yeah. Well, before that happens, however, she does, in fact, get a turn. And she's going to bust through. Because she does not like what you just did. Okay. So she just Kool-Aid, me, Kool-Aid mans her way through the uh, row of meat there and carcasses and attacks Dr. Jack. That is some shit. That's a two. Uh, 23. Yeah, that'll miss. Um, but she's enraged now, so she's going to attack you. Oh, my God, another two. I just rolled two twos in a row. So miss, miss. She is just blind with rage, and she has lost control of herself. No longer able to hit appropriately, use tactics or finesse. Uh, also, I rolled cast. So, Dr. Tindleton, it's up to you. All right. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I want to use 
my staff um to cast a little a little fireball. Uh, fireball. Fireball. Plenty of room yeah. for you to throw a fireball where people aren't and catch a bunch of them. Just give me a good yeah. description of it and then roll the damage. Cool, 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 cool. Because they will fail the reflex Because, I mean, save. fireball is technically an explosion. So the main thing is, is yeah. it's not necessarily roasting the meat as it is just like... What's the... Slash frying. Area. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's not targeting us, we don't really care. Yeah, we don't need to map that out. You can do it. Sorry, I thought I was going to say... Yeah, it's a 20-foot burst. Um, I feel like everything's kind of happening in the, the middle area, so... Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of spots, just kind of... Yeah, but just kind of like the center area would okay. be a good place to start. I guess not on them. Yeah, not on us is a good Much strategy. Much appreciated. I, yeah. I mean... I guess not on them. Um, displaying more <laughs> Templeton traits. Um, Dr. Simpleton. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Oh, shit. 28. 28, you say? Yeah. So kind of describe that for me. Like, paint the picture for me of what you've done here. So as, as, um, as Dr. Jack is just kind of shouting her at her, like, can you just get rid of these? And I go, oh, okay. She just kind of slams down the staff and you just kind of see this burst of fire kind of arch over. Boom. Down on top of all of them. Kinda, yeah, I guess the best description is a frag grenade in an orphanage. <laughs> a little, little napalm going on yeah. in this other room. And it does. It explodes out just like a fireball. You know, and a fireball in an enclosed space is probably even more dramatic when it happens. Oh, yeah. Uh, so okay. although it doesn't do damage to you guys, you're all like the heat, the shock wave uh, gets you. But especially to all these carcasses around the room in the yeah. area that you got. Like, the damage is significant. And I'm sure that heat's not good for the area either. Well, I'm I mean, sure no, it's, it, not feeling it's it. a pretty dramatic effect. And she, like, screams loudly, No! All of that precious meat! No! And you feel like that area effect damage was even more effective. Okay, uh, that was, what? That's two actions two for the actions. fireball. Um, probably a cast shield, because she's probably coming after yeah, I'm gonna cast okay, shield? a shield All right. myself. Zedekiel, what do you got? <clears throat> so Zedekiel has protection, or excuse me, freedom of movement at this point. And so he's gonna go up to the nearest. I wanna look for a big carcass. I mean, like a beef or something like that. You know, something hefty. I wanna lift that motherfucker off the uh, hook and then just slam it to the ground and just start stomping on it. Just, just, just pile driver just a dead cow. Just the shit out of that thing. And so it's just spread out all over the floor and it's utterly useless. And even worse than the fact that you've like thrown it on the floor and you're stomping it, but like you're stomping it with your dirty boots. Oh yeah, I'm getting just smearing that like crap just, everywhere. Yeah, you know, you're not even tenderizing at this point in time. You're just demolishing the meat on the dirty floor in your grimy boots. And, mm-hmm. and no, that, that's, that works very well. Uh, how many actions you spend in doing that? Three. Okay. All three of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, that yes, that is very effective. Um, she doesn't like it one bit. Mm-hmm. She turns and snarls at you and howls again with rage as you destroy more and more of that precious meat. And then, uh, Constance, you're up next. I am also going to step over to some of the more untouched by the fireball meat 
displays and use the knife to start cutting them down. How many actions are you using? I'll use both of mine that are remaining. So again, you just hack and hack away as, as best you can to try to, to... And now you're you're going for the meatier parts. You know, I don't get that rib meat. Get that good back meat. You know, get hack, hack off a limb if you can here and there. And, and uh, you know, something's the most effective. So, yeah, you're definitely, like, tearing into some of these carcasses. Just ruining all of that meat. What are the troops going to eat? No! Let us out of the room, and maybe you'll stop. Dr. Jack, what do you got? Hey, Bonnie, would you like to see a magic trick? <laughs> and just drops a fireball on the other side of the room. <laughs> Give me the damage. Sadly, I don't have a lower level fireball. It's only the big one, so. Oh, darn. Oh, boy, the fun. You're gonna... Make... What is that 10d6 that you're throwing out? When we get to respite, we may need to see if spell slots can be restored, too. <laughs> ah, I'm fine. Ooh. Ooh, dang. That's 100,000 points of damage, Richard. How's yeah. that? Be 34 points of fire damage. Again, seems to be extremely effective as there's just another section of this room where that, that meat... Because, you know, here's the problem. Like, cooked meat is fine. But a fireball is so fast and so hot, it doesn't actually cook the meat. It just kind of flashes the outside of it, which is like the worst case scenario. Because it's seared, but it's not seared in. So now it's going to rot even faster. No, you, you can't salt it as easily. You don't want to sear meat and then salt it. Like, no, you can't, you can't do one or the other. It's, you have to cook it all the way through. So, like, this is the worst possible scenario for her. Now she has to go through and cut off all that searing and use just what's left underneath, and it's going to be even more work and wasting more meat. And, oh, my God, just the entire idea of it is driving her insane and driving her crazy. Shield. So on her turn, she seems blind with rage. Like, she just... She doesn't know what to do. She's you know, just so mad. And then you watch as on her face, that anger almost turned to anguish. As she realizes that this is, this is worse. This isn't just a mistake. This is, this is awful. So much meat has been destroyed. So many these troops are gonna go hungry and this can't continue. This can't go on. No, and this idea that she just wants to slaughter you guys and add you to the feast gives way to the best thing she can do is salvage anything that she has. And you hear her just shout, get out! Get out! Leave my meat alone! Get out of here, you foul beasts! And you hear the click of the door on the other side, even though you can't quite see it. I'm gonna gather up a few pork loins and head to hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, The By the way, when she does that, the animals that are still able to quit wriggling. So you're able to leave the room without uh, much trouble. Although you feel like maybe you should just like scurry your way out. Yeah, let's cool. get there. Someone you want try a quick, to... quick terrified oh. check? Yeah, yeah I'm not call. terrified too. So I'm down Intimidation. To... I'm like, hey, little sister, come on. Why are you always screaming at me? Because you got to get it together. That okay. fireball was great. Because you're diplomacy, right? You... I'm medicing her, her oh. remember? I'm, right. doing, I'm doing the doctor where it's like, okay, come on. So it's funny. fine. Because we so have they... medicine, intimidation, and deception. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. No, None of us are actually like, talking you through your problems. Yeah. We're yeah. all just <laughs> avoiding it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just like, no, no, no. We'll deal with that later. It's okay. It's that, fine. That, they, yeah, they're all like, it's going to be great. Nothing to worry about. They can't get much harder. And I'm like, it couldn't get. It's going to get terribly worse. <laughs> you got to buck up. 
The yeah, worst is yet to so. come. And somehow that calms me down. <laughs> I know. Just you, confused now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're no longer terrified because you're like, I don't know what is like, happening now. <laughs> like, so, just want, like, we somehow hit neutral, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> like, so like, I just want under. them to stop. <laughs> it's like a negative and positive canceling out. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, as you guys run from the room before Bonnie gets even more mad, you head into the room labeled Fame. And what you find in there, we're going to find out on the next episode of the Adventurer's Vault podcast. I'm going to live forever. I want to live forever. That's exactly what I was thinking. Shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.